welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello and welcome to episode 217 of the Thriving as a Physicians podcast, formerly the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, how to lose weight and love your life. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. I'm super excited that you're here. We are going to talk about wrapping up year 2022. I do this every year. Long before I had a podcast, I would have a routine of sitting down and thinking about my year in review and then from there deciding what I want to do in the next year. And I found this routine to be really powerful. I started this well before I'd lost my weight when I was feeling like super overwhelmed, super burnt out as a mom of tiny little twins is when I started this. And it really helped just bring a little bit of me back in my life. And then I've continued it. I just feel it's so easy for these years to just fly by and you blink and you missed it. And in particular, our brains are really good at missing the good stuff that we do, the stuff where we have created change. And they're really good if left to their own devices about telling us how we're not doing enough, we're not creating enough change, we're not reaching our goals. So I find that this routine is very, very helpful. Let's talk about doing a year-end assessment, wrapping up your 2022 in a beautiful little bow that makes you feel good and helps you actually move forward to do amazing things in 2023. I have some fun stuff planned for January for the podcast in 2023 to talk about goal setting and what we want to do. So stay tuned for that. This week, I want you to just contemplate 2022. What happened in 2022? What are you proud of? What changes did you create? I have some questions here for you. And what I thought is I'll go through the questions, give you time to kind of contemplate them. I'll probably share what I'm thinking about in my year just to give you kind of examples. And then if you listen to this first and you're driving or doing something, just contemplate the questions in your mind. But it would be a really good exercise to sit down when you have a chance. It's not going to take a long time and actually write your answers out. For when I do these year-end reviews, I write them in Evernote. So I've got a notebook in my Evernote for journaling. And I found it really helpful because like I said, I've been doing it for a lot of years now. I often forget what I wrote about And then when I go back and I read, these are helpful journal entries to reread and to reflect on and be like, no, okay, I did do fun stuff and look at where I did start the year. And I'm not always a big fan of rereading journal entries. I don't actually read my own. And I've kind of joked on the podcast, if I die and people find my journals, they're going to just find a lot of, I'm feeling really stressed today about, (laughs) and a list of all the things I need to do. And then me talking myself through, okay, how do I want to get this done? 
But these ones I do find to be helpful to come back. And that's why I do them in a digital form where I can come back and easily find them and look at them. So consider that. Consider typing it out or putting it somewhere where you can find it, but whatever works for you. And if you don't have time to write things down, totally fine. Then I would listen to this, listen to one of the questions, pause the podcast, think it through, answer yourself, and then continue on. Some of the questions I'm going to ask you, your brain might fight me. It might be, but I want to tell you all the things I did wrong. I'm going to tell you how I messed myself up this year and I didn't reach my goals and I did all this bad stuff. And I'm not going to let you tell me that. Why? Because I don't think it has any benefit. And it is 100% biased. Instead, I'm going to make you think and tell me the things that actually went well, that you're happy about, that you're proud about. And that may feel hard. You know, it's so easy to tell ourselves a story of how we aren't measuring up and how we're not doing well enough and how we're below the bar that we'd set for ourselves. That's easy. I asked you those questions and you may even be supplying the answers right now, even though I haven't asked. If that's you, stop. Didn't ask. Don't do it. But then when we say, hey, what did you do? Wow. It takes time. It takes a little bit of reflection. And that's because our brains are totally biased to tell us that we're not measuring up. And if some of these questions I'm going to ask you are hard for you, use it as proof that we don't spend enough time thinking about the things that we do well. If it feels hard, it does not mean you did not do anything well. It just means your brain was biased the entire year and it was so focused on where it thought you weren't measuring up that it completely ignored the places where you were making progress and where you were making change. And if we keep ignoring that, guess what happens? We go through our lives feeling like we suck. That's not worth it. You don't want to do that. We get more of what we focus on. So if you're focusing on, I don't measure up, I'm not doing this well enough, I'm failing, other people are doing this better, you are going to get more of that in your life. Versus if you focus on some of these questions I'm going to ask you, I created change in this area. I overcame this obstacle over here. I worked on this and it's starting to improve. You will get more of that. And when we talk about reaching big goals and we talk about losing weight for good, what do we want more of? Do we want more of I'm not measuring up and I suck? Nah, that's not going to get you there. That's going to keep you in that cycle that you probably spend a good portion of your life in. What we want more of is I'm doing a good job. I'm working on this. I'm figuring it out. I can do this. I overcome obstacles. Those mindsets will be so incredibly powerful to actually help you get you to your goal. So the things I'm going to talk about are kind of looking at a year, but honestly, these questions and this concept of redirecting your mind to what is working is a very powerful tool that you can use on a daily basis. And inside Thrive Academy, I have a custom planner for the members and there's questions in there specifically on the daily pages. They're designed to be like super simple but there are questions about like, what is working? What went well as the focus? And honestly, if that's all you do every day is write down what went well today, you're going to see amazing changes in your life. It sounds so simple. And yet it's something that we often resist. Maybe because it feels fluffy to say nice things to ourselves. I don't know. I like fluffy stuff though. But focusing your brain on the positive when it so wants to tell you the negative will get you 
so much further. And it's okay if it goes back to the negative, you refocus it on the positive. All right, let's talk about year-end assessment. What questions do you want to ask? Number one, I always like starting with where were you at the beginning of the year? Think back to the beginning of the year. Where were you? What was your life like? What were you wanting for yourself? What were you struggling with? What was a challenge? Questions like that. Now, this is where I personally find it helpful to do these year-end reflections on a digital format because I can actually just flip back to my beginning of 2022 notes and what was I thinking and all of that. So for me, the beginning of 2022, I like choosing words for the year. And I got this from Dr. Jessie Mahoney. You've probably heard her on the podcast. We actually did an episode back in January of 2022 about this. So you can go back and listen to that. But my words for this year were trust because I felt in 2021, I'd spent a lot of the year not trusting myself, assuming I wasn't doing things right. And it was tiring. And so I wanted 2022 to be a year of trust. And then strength was my other big word is I wanted to feel strong both in myself personally, but also physically and in relation to my running. I had a sentence, which was kind of my mantra for the year is run strong and enjoy the ride. That reflects to running to me, but it also means just everything else that I'm doing. So I started the year having experienced really significant burnout in the fall and just kind of starting to recover from it. So that's why I started the year wanting to really focus on trust, wanting to focus on building strength and wanting to essentially be nicer to myself. That's where I was. Also, part of the strength came in is I'd had some running injuries that had really impacted my ability to run regularly. And so again, that's where the strength came from because I was like, you know what, I need to actually be doing strength training on a regular basis and my physio exercises so I don't keep getting injured. So I can keep running because running is such an important part of my life. Like I love it, but it also really is self-care. It really helps my mental health. That's where I was when I was starting this year. So think through, where were you when you were starting 2022? What was important to you? What had you thought about? And if you have never done these exercises, if you can't really remember where you were, that's totally fine. Make your best guess. If you think about like as the holiday season wrapped up last year, can you remember what you were thinking about, what you were telling yourself, things like that? Number two, what positive changes have you made this year? What have you worked on that's created positive change? And like I said at the beginning, this might feel hard. You might not come up with the answer right away. Your brain may want to kick back at you and be like, no, we haven't made enough change. But I want you to sit with this question. I want you to make sure you tell yourself what positive changes you've made. Because there are positive changes, no matter what your year has been like, you have created positive change. Look for it, find it. It doesn't matter how small it seems or how insignificant your brain might want to tell you it is. I want you to focus on it and I want you to record it. And if this question is really hard for you, I honestly think it's more of an argument that you should write it down because it means even if you say it to yourself, it's probably going to slip away. If you write it down, it's something that you can reflect back on. So, you know, what positive change did I create in my life this year? I worked hard on being nicer to myself. So I still worked hard and did a lot and created a lot, but I worked on it feeling nicer to step out of the hurry. And I actually, partway through the year, I started talking to myself about, I don't need to hurry. There's no situation where I need to hurry for. And I've found that really helpful. You know, it used to be if I was running late, leaving the house to get to the office and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so far behind or 
you know, if the kids were dawdling and were running late to get to an activity and I would get stressed, that thought of, I don't need to hurry anywhere really helped me let go of that because the stress didn't get me to the places faster. It just made the drive stressful, made me irritable, all that stuff. So I've just decided I don't hurry. If I'm late, we're late. It's fine. We do our best not to be late, but we're also juggling a whole lot of stuff in our lives. And I found that to be really helpful. And I think that's a really positive change. I think on the strength front, I've been doing strength training really consistently, probably the most consistent I've done for more than a year now. And it's the most consistent in my life that I can think of of doing strength. And it feels good. I notice it in my running. I feel stronger when I'm running. And we just started cross-country skiing again. If anybody listening skate skis, you know that it's challenging. Like it's a balance issue. And usually when I first start, I feel really wobbly through like my hips and pelvis because they were weak and imbalanced. And this year it's felt good. I feel like those muscles are strong. And that's been really positive for me. And I'm gearing up to do a half marathon in May and I'm feeling good about the possibilities of it. I do need to find a bit more time to actually train for it right now (laughs) in these past weeks, but I will. I'll figure it out. I've got a really good base and so I'm feeling really positive about it. So what were positive changes that you've made this year? Think through and what are yours? What do you want to celebrate for yourself? You deserve to celebrate for yourself. Number three is what were your favorite memories this year? So easy for a year to fly past and kind of forget about the fun stuff, the things that were really great that you liked. I think, you know, a lot of my favorite memories, I would say, were this summer at the lake. If you listen, you know, my favorite spot in the world is out at our lake property. And this summer, because I wasn't on OBS call, I was able to actually go out there a lot. And I actually went out there some afternoons if I just had an afternoon off where I was going to be doing work for my coaching program and things like that. I went out to the lake and I just brought my laptop and plugged it in, sat outside and worked there. And I found that that was lovely. Like I feel like a lot of other summers, I spend my summer wishing I could be at the lake and never quite getting there, always feeling like I didn't spend enough time there. We have such a short little summer window here. Whereas this year, at the end of the summer, I was like, yeah, you know what? I spent some good time there. We were out there as family. We slept out there more than we have. And I also just went out there every opportunity I could. And I really enjoyed it. That would be my biggest kind of favorite memories would be in the summer around the lake. But what are yours? What are great things that happened that you don't want to forget, that you want to kind of store away? Number four is what did you learn about yourself this year? What did you learn about yourself? Think through everything you did. What could you have learned about yourself this year? I think probably along the lines of what I was talking about with the positive changes is I think what I learned about myself is I can still create a lot and get a lot done when I'm not pushing hard. Like I don't have to have that frantic hurry, got to get stuff done feeling to get stuff done. I can do it in a way that I trust myself that I'm going to get it done, that I'll figure it out. I think that's been really big this year and it's been really good learning, I think, for the years to come, for everything I want to create in my life. Number five is what challenges did you face this year and how did you overcome them? And this might be weight related challenges, might be something in life, might be something in work, but think through and, you know, what challenges were there that you overcame? I had a few injuries with running. I had to work through and go to physio. 
probably some of the biggest challenges, if you've been listening to podcasts, have been in these past weeks with just really significant changes at the office and with volume and going back to obstetric call, which if you'd asked me a month ago, are you ever going to deliver babies? I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm quite happy that I stopped doing that. And now I'm back. And you know what? I'm back thinking it's going to be great. I'm going to enjoy it. But these are, I think, challenges that are probably some of the biggest for me for this year. What challenges did you face? What did you overcome? And then number six, this is a big one. I love this question. I think it's such a powerful one. If somebody was writing a hero's story about your year, what would they say? Now, a hero's story is a storytelling device in every novel, every movie uses a hero story format where there's a hero, you get to be the hero in your story, and they want to do something, they want to get somewhere, achieve something, and they hit obstacles, things don't go their way, and then eventually they overcome the obstacles and they get where they want to go. We often tell ourselves a victim story where we're like, I wanted to do this and then I didn't do it, and I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. That story is not helpful versus saying, you know what? I started the year thinking this, this is what I wanted for myself. And as I went through the year, I hit some challenges. I hit these challenges and I worked hard and maybe I haven't overcome all of them yet, but these ones I've overcome and I've really worked on and I've started to create change in my life. I'm not quite at the goal yet or where I want to be yet, but I can see that I'm moving forward and I can see that I'm creating the skills to get myself there. It's a very different story. And if we're not careful, your brain will wrap your year up in kind of more the victim story of like, it was a really busy year and we had all this happen. And I told myself at the beginning of the year, I was going to lose this amount of weight. And I finished the year not having lost that weight. That story will not help you get further next year reframing it. And this isn't making stuff up. It's changing where your mind is focused. It's shifting that natural bias of your mind to a more helpful version of your story of your year. So what is your hero story? Now, if you can come up with it, great. But that's why I phrased this question the way I did is think of it if somebody else was watching you and were to write a hero story, what would they see? Because sometimes we're so deeply embedded in our own stuff, it's hard for us to see the positive changes that are creating. So if somebody else was watching, what would they see? What would they comment on? How would they tell your hero story? Think about it from that mindset. Again, this is a really good one to write down, to put pen to paper or type it out. You could even dictate it into voice recognition on your phone. Like we can let this be super easy. But making it more concrete than just having it floating in your brain, I think will be more helpful for you. All right. I would love to hear how your 2022 wrap up went. What did you learn from asking yourself these questions? How do you feel about your year when you finish asking these questions? Feel free to send me an email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Keep your eyes open. It's going to be some fun stuff coming out in January. I've got some plans that I'm working on. While you're waiting, make sure you head over to my Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group for physicians only. You do have to confirm you're a physician. It's called the Thriving as a Physician Facebook group. So just search in Facebook, Thriving as a Physician, and you'll find the private group. Ask to get access. Inside that group, I've been doing Facebook Lives. There's lots of 
lives that you can sit and watch. So extra content, extra help outside of the podcast. Plus you get just like a behind the scenes look into how do I approach this? How do I live my life? So the last weeks I have not been able to get into that group very much because just I've had to triage my life. But if you're new to the group, there's tons of stuff in there. Go back and look through the posts and look through the Facebook lives and things like that. There's a lot of tips that I've put into that group so far that aren't available on the podcast or anywhere else. So that's the Thriving as a Physician community on Facebook. If you're in there, all the new stuff I'm going to be planning, some fun little things I've got up my sleeve, that group will be some of the first to hear about it. So you'll make sure that you know and you get access because some of the stuff I've got planned is going to be small group meaning limited availability for some free trainings. So you want to be one of the first to hear about it. So you get a spot. Okay. So head over there, Thriving as a Physician's Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Any questions or comments, send me an email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. I'd love to hear from you and have a fantastic new year. We'll talk to you in 2023. Bye-bye.